Do you actually have reduced guilt by eating reduced guilt chips? It's impossible to have less than 0% guilt. Mm, I guess that's true. What's up, everybody? Welcome into Pace the Nation. Broadcasting back here at Studio 1A in downtown Arlington, Virginia, in the bustling section of Arlington called Clarendon. I'm your host, Chris Farley, back again for another exciting episode of Pace the Nation, episode number 210. And alongside me for this episode, we've got the full crew. Across from me, it's Julie Cully. Julie, what's up? Not too much. I'm just wondering how you're feeling after staying up half the night watching uh, the Nats win. Oh, I am exhausted, but uh, we'll, we'll get into that. I am excited, exhausted. I think you should tweet of some of those pictures to the, the loyal PTM. the loyal fanfare. Yeah, I, I did take some, some photos see, last night. See, see your levels of excitement by yeah. yourself. Yeah, well, let's bring in William E. Docs. He saw one of those pictures to my left, of course. It's our other co-host, William E. Docs. Docs, what's up? You you make it sound weird that I saw one of the pictures. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> no, it wasn't I, weird. It is, it is a big day. We are celebrating here in Washington, <laughs> D.C. It's The sports town is going crazy. Tonight, the Washington Mystics go for that title. Game That's five <laughs> against Connecticut. That's true. All excited. Big sports true. town. That is true. No, that is exciting as well. Uh, we are. That's not the lead? No, that's not the lead. And again, in the space-time continuum here. It will have uh, already happened. It will already happened. The Nats will be well Hopefully, underway. Hopefully, Deladon can bring a title to Washington. We've been starved for a title <laughs> since D.C. United won in 2004. Uh, you're forgetting about the Capitals. And I'm going to throw the Virginia eh, Cavaliers in there as Canadian. well. That's Canadian. <laughs> I want to throw the Virginia Cavaliers in as well. They're Spe- two hours down the road. Speaking of Canadian, I do have to apologize to to all of our listeners. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I you know we pre-recorded our show, our last two shows, right? Uh, which is why you may have thought we were avoiding the the issues <laughs> that were in the track and field news. Actually, we pre-recorded the show uh, and we got our predictions wrong. Canada did not, in fact, invade us. That's, uh, I don't know. That's that's always his concern <laughs> when we record about a week in advance. It's always somehow Canada's going to invade us in the meantime, right? Mm-hmm. right. And then we're yeah. like talking about you know we're talking to Mark Remy. And well, you try, yeah, you try to predict the news right. so that the show is relevant, right? And and that just seems like something that's that's inevitable. So you know you just kind of put that out there so that you're topical. Yeah, that's but, true. But unfortunately, Trudeau cowered out, I guess. <laughs> yeah. So we uh, did. I'm glad you brought that up about uh, we, we didn't touch on the, the situation in track and field. We're going to talk about it today. Excited to have a, a guest on to talk about it as well. Big news in the track and field running community. Alberto Salazar was banned uh, from track and field for about, four years. For four years. Uh, a drug ban. And. There's a lot of rumors, and uh, I don't know what to believe and what not to believe. Uh, mm-hmm. Today, we're going to bring a friend of the show, uh, Trip Sutherland. 
Uh, he is a uh, former employer of Pacers Running, and he reps uh, New Balance. But he's a big track and field fan, uh, and he really follows this. And so he's going to kind of give Fill in us, the details. Yeah, give us the details of what went on, what happened, and uh, and I, zero I, opinions, right? It's I just would gonna be pure well, facts. We'll, we'll, see. We'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah, okay. we'll see what happens. I, I would consider him an expert on the situation, so uh-huh. I think he's a really relevant guest to have this week uh, mm-hmm. to talk about it because it's been in the news and 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 the World Championships were happening in Doha and. You know, some of the athletes were being asked and commenting and not commenting and uh, causing, getting in fights, getting in fights and causing big, big stirs and rigmaroles. And Sounds all kinds like of stuff. an exciting topic. Yeah. To have so we'll, we'll, we'll have Trip Trip join us and he'll uh, set us straight. Uh, also on today's agenda, a couple of former guests in the news. Uh, Doc's going to fill us in on that. He's also going to fill us in on the Wagatha Christie story. Yes. Uh, I'm not sure. Um, if what I told that is. you what it was, then you wouldn't let me tell it. <laughs> uh, and then I've got a couple of tidbits. But before we get to that, uh, we mentioned uh, from from the from the start, we mentioned the Nats. Uh, Doc's and I went to. Oh, I thought I effectively changed the subject. No, when we talked no, about the Mystics. No, 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 not Doc's and I. I'm excited about the Mystics, but mm-hmm. I bring this up because you and I went to the Nats game for. Uh, this past week, game four, yeah, uh, against the Dodgers, and the Nats came home uh, and and won game four to take the series back to L.A. And last night, mm-hmm. the Washington Nationals did what they normally don't do, which is win a big game in a big spot, and uh, made me and a lot of other folks in D.C. very happy. But did you know that that uh, in extra innings? The Dodgers manager called the bullpen, and he wanted Kelly to come in, but the bullpen sent Kellner in or something like that. <laughs> they sent the wrong, wrong reliever person. in that, that because they not, have two relievers with similar last names. I, 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 I forget their I forget I can't their actual. That's names. true, and and maybe no, it is. Look it up, dude. I, I, but why didn't they correct it? I, that's what I want to know. Weren't they both warming it's, up? It's really, that's what I want to know. It's really bizarre. If that's the truth, and maybe we're only talking to mid-pack biped here, who's a big fan of the Nats and big fan of the show here, but just uh, just just amuse. Let us listen, amuse man, us for a second here. Okay. So so the the the, the bullpen usage last night yes. was bizarre. It was terrible because the, the the Dodgers were were like lights out. They have a great I mean, bullpen. Why they, change they got, it? They, they've got that guy who's sidearm. Yeah. Who was amazing uh, against our best player. They've got the guy who looks like Carrot Top, who uh, throws a hundred hundred miles an hour. Uh, he looks like he's got the build of a runner, but somehow he throws yeah. him, uh, yeah. you know hundred miles an hour. And, and and they've got other starters they could have potentially gone to. And they bring I don't know out why they this guy Kershaw for the second inning. Well, well, even the other starters, other than Kershaw, so they bring out. But they have a great bullpen. I know, and at one of so their, just let the guys do what they do best. One of the one of the guys. So, are you serious that they had? Because I I think Chris, this stuff is predetermined. Chris, when you this was, and they even announced it. The Nationals knew that he was going to be coming in. They said it before the game. Kershaw's available for the seventh and eighth inning. Right. It's stupid. Like what? Why? First of all. You don't tip your hand to anybody. That's that's just dumb. Mm-hmm. Second of all, Chris, when you go to a dance, you dance with the girl that you brought to the dance. <laughs> I know. I know. I okay? know that. You don't start dancing with a different girl. Right. They played 162 games this this year, and uh, they had a great bullpen, and their bullpens pitched the extra innings. 
So I, dance with those girls. I could not. I couldn't believe it. So um, is this a fireable offense potentially from one of the coaches? I mean, from the folks in LA are upset from the the uh, stuff I was reading on Twitter today. But yeah, I mean, well, the the folks or the the management because not, this might have come from management. Yeah, I, I would say the the fans of the team uh, are upset. The fans of the team deserve to be upset. They were the best team in baseball, yeah. or one of them. They're like only the third team that's won 106 games in a season and didn't make it to the championship. Yeah, it was quite enough. Do you know who the other two teams are? Mm, I have no idea. I don't either. <laughs> I think this. I think Seattle was one of them, and uh, if I had to guess, I would say Minnesota. Well, I was uh, ecstatic. Uh, these games go super late. They're great, but the one problem is it's another week of late nights. Because I just can't turn it off. Because oh oh oh, woe was me. Oh my <laughs> gosh! It's another. I'm sure the Dodger fans are saying to themselves, yeah, "Man, true. it's so great. I'm gonna get to catch up on my sleep." No, they don't have. They're fine. Like West Coast, all, either the games start while they're still at work, mm-hmm. or at the normal time. Yeah. So West Coast is a great place. And also, if if you like NFL football, when you wake up on Sunday, you have brunch and watch football. Yeah, or yeah, you have breakfast. Nice. But your Nobody point is your your point is um, well taken, Julie. I, I shouldn't complain because my, my team is is in it for at least another week, probably ten days now. The way these series go, so I'm super excited. I so, think the first two games are going to be over before the show even goes. Right, that's probably true. So hopefully we get a split in St. Louis. Uh, I was texting a buddy from St. Louis yesterday. Uh, they couldn't believe they made it in the way that they did too. So it should be a fun series. Um, like I said, I know at least one listener is a really loyal Nats fan. He goes to the games. <laughs> and he every time after the game, he'll like, uh, this is mid-pack biped, um, he will text me and say, how did you get up so early and run after watching the game and, uh, you know, having a couple pops watching the games? And I tell him every single time, you just drink Miller Lite and you can get up and you're fine. So that's my advice. When you're watching the games, drink Miller Lite. But I disagree um, I did not feel very good all day on, on <laughs> after Tuesday we to after one. we went to game uh, four. The uh, whole and, day. The whole and what day. did you have to drink? Well, he, he I drank. was actually only drinking his beers because he kept buying too many beers and I didn't want Farley was, to get too drunk. It was nerve-wracking. I so I was it. like drinking his beers, that, the ones that he wasn't knocking over. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little <laughs> embellished. But, uh, but somewhat true. Anyways, but uh, exciting. I do want to mention that and uh, you'll probably hear about the Nats next week as well. All right, guys, but big news in track and field this week. Uh, legendary runner slash coach Alberto Salazar was uh, suspended from track and field for the next four years. It's a drug suspension. Uh, we've got track and field. We're going to call him track and field expert, Trip Sutherland. He's going to join us next to talk about it right here on Pace Nation. Hello, listeners. This is Docs from the Future. I just wanted to let you know that we recorded this interview Thursday, October 10th, about four to five hours before Nike made the announcement that they were disbanding the Nike Organ Project. Some of the information, as usual, because of the space-time continuum, is not relevant. Also, the future is bleak. Enjoy. All 
All right, welcome back to the program. And now, Docs and Julie, we're excited to be joined. I, I labeled him as a track and field expert, but before mm-hmm. I bring him in, he is um, he's not a friend of the show, but he's he is a, a uh, an individual who's been talked about on the show. Mm-hmm. He's officially now a friend of the show since he's been on. But you gonna be you on. don't have to be on to be a friend of the yeah, show. Yeah, that's true. That's kind true. Of weird. He's not a friend of the show. We can't stand the guy. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Welcome. He hasn't earned it <laughs> with, yet. With that, let's bring in uh, Trip Sutherland. Trip, how are you, man? Good, good. Thanks for uh, allowing me on the show. Yeah, what, what number are we on? Yeah, here? we're on 210. Wow. Can you believe wow. it? 210. So we have talked about you for probably... I don't know. Uh, you know, when Joanna was was regular co-host, she is still co-hosting at times. Uh, she would refer to you as her coach. So you've been probably on a hundred of those two hundred and ten episodes. <laughs> um, are, are you in the? Are you still coaching? You still coach her? You still coach people? I dabble. I you dabble. dabble I don't okay. coach. I probably when she was still in D.C., I was coaching her. And Heather Jeff, who's okay. you know, I'm also sure you guys talk about. Yep, yeah, yep. She's been um, on the show. A I don't times. coach either of them anymore, oh. but I have picked up several other athletes. Okay, did, did, they, did they fire you? Uh, That's a good question. It's always interesting when a coach like um, this is this is a uh, very apropos given yeah. we're going right, to talk right, about. Right, right, right. Um, it, it's always interesting, like especially like friends coaching each other. Like, when do you at a certain point you have to move on, right? Yeah. Um, Joanna's was. I think actually Joanna's and Heather's were probably motivation issues. It's not like we we like cut each other off one way or another. It was just like they were like not into the running Mm-hmm. Uh, training seriously thing. Anymore. I was going to ask whose motivation. Whose motivation was it? Was it was the <laughs> yours or theirs? Yeah. Oh, definitely yeah. theirs. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, you, uh, you you dabble in coaching. I, I also mentioned before you came on. You uh, obviously rep New Balance. You were a longtime uh, Pacers running employee. Uh, but you really follow the sport of track and field. Um, so we're going to bring you in sort of in that context. So you're, you're like a big you know, you're a runner yourself, uh, you know, a big fan of the sport from all sorts of levels. Give us sort of your credentials why you would be an expert, what we're deeming an expert, uh, to talk about this subject. Farley, you didn't look for his certification before he came <laughs> no, on? I didn't. No, oh, my. No. Um, okay. I don't know. Yeah, I don't have a certification. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I'm definitely not even, uh, as far as certification goes, qualified to be a coach. But <laughs> um, Hey, I don't know if any of us are. Yeah, so. no, she's a, uh, this, this is a weird yeah. thing about running is like anyone can just be a coach. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I don't know. Um, I don't I, know if it's that much different from other sports, though. <laughs> that's true. Can yeah. just sign up. Yeah. Um, I, I just, I, I don't follow any other sports <laughs> except really? for track and field. Like, I no, only because I ran with someone this morning that the Nats won. I'm sure you guys we talked just about talked that. about that. Yeah. And I was like, that's good information because Chris Farley is going to be in a good mood. <laughs> I know. Good. Actually, that's what I was thinking that's last good. night uh, during the game. I was like, at least tomorrow's yeah, show is yeah, not going to be, be miserable. <laughs> so yeah. I have, and then, I know, I, I just have a lot. Uh, if I'm going to um, put some time towards sports, it's going to be track and field. And if you condense most males sports time into uh <laughs> one sport they're gonna know a lot i guess right. would be like my and i've been uh training seriously for i don't know eight nine ten years so mm-hmm. just following the sport in that capacity over these years i've read a lot of articles and which i i think is awesome because you know i, I we our sport needs more people like you and i i know they're they're out there and um the, the that that 
group, you know, they're on Let's Run. Um, they're on. Uh, uh, there, are there other places? Do you go to Let's Run a lot? Is that the spot where you guys sort of conjugate and talk and conjugate? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> gather. I, I hope you say. don't conjugate. <laughs> yeah, I have. I have noticed. I there was definitely a time period where I every day uh, mm-hmm. I was on there, and now it's maybe uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm just a little bit more busy, but traveling a lot for work. But it's maybe three times a week or something. But it's definitely like. Uh, in my favorites, uh, Google, yeah, so Google websites. You're, you're, you're following what's <laughs> yeah. going on. Yeah. And, and and what are your anonymous handles? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Who are you they, on the message boards? They've, they've uh, changed over the years. I don't, po- I post, but I'm not going to say I've never posted. Mm-hmm. And I do post like, uh, I don't know, maybe three times a year if something like really in- piques my interest, but uh, I, no registered handle, that's for sure. All right, so the, the news on Alberto Salazar broke probably a couple, three weeks ago, um, and he was suspended uh, for uh, violating the drug policy, suspended for four years. Um, t- you know, t- tell, tell the audience uh, what that means, how that happened, uh, kind of the details on that. Yeah, so, I mean, this happened in, right um, at the beginning of, the world championships, which was um, interesting timing, given he had a lot of athletes in there and and performing extremely well, um, and yeah, uh, USADA, the U.S. anti-doping agency, issued um, on I think it was September thirtieth. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. <clears throat> um, their their announcement of a four-year ban, Alberto Salazar, and this um, one might say shady doctor down in um, Houston, Texas. Dr. Jeffrey Brown, um, mm-hmm. and it, it, it's been a long time coming. Um, there's been rumors for a while that uh, uh, we've we've all known that USADA has been investigating um, Alberto and the Nike Oregon Project and Dr. Brown for um, quite a few years, uh, um, and we've all been kind of waiting for at least some sort of information. And then suddenly, right in the middle of worlds, it all it all came out that he has actually been banned. Yeah, and so uh, Salazar, for who, those who don't know, uh, is the Nike Oregon Project coach. Uh, the Nike Oregon Project has, as you said, a number of athletes competing in the World Championships. I mean, some of the best athletes in the world, and they've sort of had this shadow of shadiness following them for a cloud of shadiness following them forever. Um, you know, it, it, it to to me it wasn't wasn't surprising, um, but uh, it really kind of shocked. I mean, it really, and I don't, don't want to say shocked Ro- the track rocked and field, probably rocked yeah. the track and field yeah. world, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, yeah, it, it's not shocking anyone who's paying attention. Um, there was a uh, BBC and ProPublica um, kind of like investigative journalism that came out in June of 2015. Um, that had um, some extremely, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, Circumstantial evidence? No, just, um, it basically tainted tainted their... um, The program? The whole program. Um, There were former athletes on there too that were blurred out and were speaking about Mm -hmm. their experience and what they saw. Yeah. Exactly, um, and this this deep in, uh, investigated dirt journalism, um, which had been taking place for 
sometime uh, was kind of released in June 2015. So that's kind of what I was referring to when we've been waiting for, well, what's the ramifications of, of this? Um, and and now we here we are in 2019. It's four years later. Yeah, it's four yeah, years it's later. Crazy. I mean, that's that's one of the reasons why it's so shocking is that this cloud, like you said, has been around for, I mean, for four years. But I think people even suspected the program was was dirty, or, or at least Salazar was dirty prior to that 2015 report. So that 2015 report came out. People weren't like totally caught off guard. But that's like why this this has been lingering forever. I think that's one of the reasons why this is a bit yeah. shocking or rocked the world, right? Yeah. Well, we yeah. when we were in London in 2012 was the first time we heard that the program was under investigation. So, I mean, it's been going yeah. on for seven years now. Right, and It's right. a long, long, long time. And I think... You know, not only was it, I, I don't, I don't know, like, like you said, if the word shocking was appropriate, but it was a relief, yeah, I think, for so many people that this had finally, there was finally a culmination, finally an end to it. Yeah. Um, and I think uh, damning was the word I was looking for. Yeah, right? There you go. Um, yeah. yeah, that, that, and that journalism was pretty damning on their group. Um, but I, I would like to even bring it back further mm-hmm. than what, what you guys, um, what we've discussed up, up until now. Um, it's just a couple tidbits on Alberto's career and um, kind of just the background behind this. Uh, one of them being that he was on a team um, similar to the Nike Oregon project back in the early 80s called Athletics West. Mm-hmm. And there were similar like rumors um, it was out in Portland, Oregon, that this group was training mostly, and there were similar rumors um, over the years. And there was actually a book written about them um, and their uh, <clears throat> probable um, play with uh, steroids. Hmm. Um, and sure enough, that that group kind of was like dismantled uh, towards the end of the '80s. Um, and then that leads me kind of to like my next tidbit about Alberto was um, more into the mid 90s. He His career was kind of like, he wasn't sure if he was gonna um, keep running professionally or what. And so he, he started taking up coaching and he coached an athlete by the name of Mary Deckard Slaney. Um, just for a little bit of time, I think he, he like picked her up um, in 96. And within the year she was popped for um, testosterone testing positive on, for testosterone. So this is one of his athletes in 1996 who tested positive for testosterone, not to mention he was affiliated with a team that was, uh, rumored to be on steroids. Most of them. Why? why so why is, why has nothing been done until now? It's hard. It's hard. I think I saw a tweet from somebody, I forget who probably retweeted it, um, was it's just, it's really hard to get a ban um, in our sport, there's not a lot of bands that happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, it just takes, a, a ton of people and investigation to actually get the evidence you need to issue a ban. Hmm. Um, and you know, all this is happening behind closed doors, um, a ton of secrecy. Uh, there's a lot of times science is ahead of the doping right. protocol. Um, there, there's just different techniques that you can do to kind of skirt. I mean, some people even say, I don't know, Julie, maybe you can speak to this, but some people are even just saying you're an idiot if you fail a drug test, um, in today's Hmm. environment. Yeah. I mean, from somebody who was drug tested somewhat regularly. Yeah. I mean, I think that's the scary part is that there's all kinds of like 
you know, institutional, like within these groups, there's ways of skirting it. Um, and there's certain countries, they, the World Anti-Doping Agency leaves it to the individual um, countries to monitor. So like, you know, WADA is World Anti-Doping and then USADA is in charge of monitoring the United States. Well, you also have to rely on other countries as well that may not have the infrastructure to even be able to do it mm. on a regular basis. There could be communication issues. They there might could not be, be incentivized. They to may do not it. be incentivized. There's corruption in government. There's all kinds of limitations to why this doesn't work. You know, it, it works in a place like the US, but it's also... You know, as we've seen, if this, you know, it is what it is at this point, you know, he has been served his four-year ban. There's no longer any, you know, um, we're not guessing whether it is or not or isn't or, you know, believing the athletes or not believing the athletes. But it's just a, it's a really difficult place, I think, in sport across the board, but certainly a sport that's as global as running um, because we're relying on all these other organizations. But yeah, I mean, I, I think we're seeing all different types of situations, right? Like we had an athlete in the U.S. this year who just won a, a world medal who missed multiple um, drug testing opportunities, which that you just normally would them. be a ban. And, and, and the drug testing, and from your experience, you're supposed to tell the USADA where you are at all times, and they can show up anytime at your house yeah on the it road. feels fairly invasive but it's also the only way to do it but mm -hmm. you can't expect that that's going to happen everywhere across the globe in the way that we can even institutionalize it here in the u.s right so as a drug tested athlete like you if there's something called your whereabouts form and mm -hmm. if you're going to like if you're dating a significant other and you're going to stay over at their place one night, you have to update USADA, you know, of where you're going to be, that location, what wow. time you're going to be there. I mean, even to the point where, you know, people would update if they went out to a restaurant or not, like, because you're, if you miss a test, if you miss three tests, you can serve a ban for it. And even if you're clean, if you're not taking care of that responsibility. So it's... Can you just give USADA like your login for your iPhone so that they could do like <laughs> the where's know. where's my phone? Find yeah, my share iPhone. your location. That, yeah, that wouldn't yeah. work for I, Julie. Yeah. Julie loses her phone all the time. <laughs> me, on the other hand, it's, it's attached yeah. to my hip. Yes, it that was, would work. My phone was dead when yeah, I walked yeah, in yeah, here yeah. today, so yeah. it doesn't work all the time. Uh, um, so, uh, so getting back to the northern uh, the Nike Oregon project, what was alleged or what were they doing? What kind of drugs were they taking or alleged to be taking? I don't know where we are and what we can say or how we can phrase it uh testosterone well what did what did they get in trouble for yeah so uh, they they were officially banned for um three things okay. which is um the first one being that they were administering um l -car carnitine mm -hmm. on steve magnus who was an assistant coach at the time he was he's not a official um athlete of so the why would they product. be doing it on assistant coach uh yeah, great question. Um, uh, their claim, what? Well, I don't know what their claim was, but um, it, it's in a performance enhancer. Um, if if it gets into the muscles um, at a certain level, um, it it changes your metabolism so that you get you use more fat and less uh, glycogen. Mm -hmm. um, what was this thing called? L-carnitine. Okay. And so, Look into that. <laughs> so Steve Magnus was like basically their guinea pig 
Wow. And um, refused or infused uh, a lot of L-carnitine and ran like did a treadmill test and was like shocked at how how much it improved his performance to the point that um, when Alberto got the results, he emailed one Lance Armstrong and said, Lance, call me ASAP. You're not going to believe these results. Wow. All right, so that so that so that's one. Um, you said there was two others. So, two other reasons for the the doping van. Um, the next one on the list is that he deliberately told his athletes to lie on a um, USADA form of some wow. kind. Um, this was in relation to the uh, L-carnitine infusions that mm-hmm. some of his athletes got. Alberto, I guess, and I'm still a little confused at. Um, what is a violation and what is not on USADA's um, rules and regulations. But um, Alberto was confused. There were some email exchanges between him and USADA um, about whether the levels that were appropriate for injection or infusion and what exactly was infusion a violation or was injection a violation. And he came under, under the incorrect understanding that um, in infusion was so he told his athletes to write injection um, or just deny that they had an f- infusion outright wow um, and so that yeah so that obvi- you can't lie to you right yeah I would yeah. say that's a strong violation yeah. okay yeah um, that makes sense and then there's another one um, the third one um, was that he was performing testosterone experiments on his children <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, he yeah and you testosterone is out and out a um, banned substance so like you can't have that around athletes at all especially like as a coach you can't just you can't have that unless you have a therapeutic use exemption for your athlete or um, a prescription for it supposedly um, Alberto has a, a prescription for it we don't know why someone who had a heart attack would have a testosterone uh, prescription doesn't make a lot of sense. Right. I think most doctors would agree that um, baby aspirin would be fine. <laughs> <laughs> someone who's had a heart attack should not be on testosterone right. medication. That, but yeah. either way, he has a sketchy doctor in Houston, and he has a um, testosterone um, prescription. And he was performing t- uh, experiments on his sons to see which or what uh, amount of cream androgel is what he used. Um, would spark a positive exactly. test. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, so uh, his athletes are probably denying a lot of these claims, or or, or what is what are the athletes saying? Um, so, well, his his athletes. So all this was kind of happening uh, in two thousand nine to 2012. So athletes like uh, Dathan Ritzenhine mm-hmm. and. Um, Kara Goucher and uh, Amy, what's what's her last name? Julie? Yoga, whatever. Yo, Amy, Amy Yoder Bagley. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Julie's dying, but just yeah. Sorry, you can edit <laughs> that, edit yeah, that yeah, part yeah. out. Just just let her pass out. So, <laughs> so Keep telling us the story. So all, all the athletes that were on, on the team at the time during these L-carnitine um, infusions and the testosterone experiments and the lying on forums um, have testified um, in court uh for for you know who alberto or yeah just just to testify and give their give their ritz was more on the side of 
testifying sort of against Salazar because he was no longer on the team. Rupp's still on the team, so he's he's testifying that nothing happened. Right. Blah blah blah. blah. Um, and I forget your question. Oh, so, so so now the current athletes have different opinions and, okay. and takes, which um, I find very interesting. Yeah. So. Um, so a current athlete that I, I saw back and forth, and we can tweet this video out at, at Pace the Nation of, um, what's the guy from Craig Angles? Yeah, Angles, uh, who is who is an Alberto athlete, right? Yeah. I mean, he was fiercely defending, but he was just, uh, hit the video, again, we will tweet it out at Pace the Nation. I mean, it was, I don't know, he was talking about Jenny Simpson, but then was super defensive, and then just was kind of a, it was a mad ramble. <laughs> I mean, yeah. what what'd um, you t- what you take from well, from? If you don't mind, yeah, I I would ahead. like to yeah. go down the athletes' responses. Go, go yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, these are the you, athletes. You, yeah, go through those, and I'm sure. And then we can stop on Craig. Yeah, He's, yeah. It's a it's a it's a um a notable one. Right, right. Um, so these are the athletes that were that were at Worlds competing. Um, Jonathan Brazier, who won the 800 meters and the uh, American record, said point blanket he didn't know any of this stuff was any allegations had been made. Or any USADA investigation was happening at all. Okay, which is extremely hard to believe. What well, does he train <laughs> on the moon? <laughs> I think so. Maybe that's how Good he like. Did. Yeah. Um, okay. Safan Hassan, who won the 10k and 1500 meters. No one's ever done that before. No woman woman has. I don't think a man has either. Mm-hmm. Um, said she knew of the two, 2015 allegations. The the ProPublica report that came out, but it had no idea that the 2017 um, investigation was was happening, which the second part is fair. Um, actually, that statement as a whole is probably true, but my question to her would be like, why did you join a team that has these sort of allegations? Sure. Um, Ingalls said he was partying in college when these stories came out. Um, okay. I, I probably was too, or mm-hmm. I wasn't in college, but I was probably partying. But <laughs> um, I, I I knew of the allegations. Everyone knew of the allegations. It, to say you didn't know of the allegations is um, you're not either you're just not doing your due diligence about joining a team like this or you're lying. Right. So pick one. Right. Um, Coco, who is Constance Klosterhofen, is that how you mm-hmm. say it? Yeah. Um, said she was barely walking when these allegations came out. So that puts that's her... That's a ridiculous statement. That's almost as bad as Donathan Brazier's, I think. Um, so she's like 22 now. Mm-hmm. Uh, do the math on that. I think she might have been 14. Sure. So she's barely walking. But late then at, six, at, at 16, <laughs> she's a world beater. I mean, she's a prodigy <laughs> distance runner. That's a crazy, crazy leap in my eyes. Yes, I I would agree. I would agree. It is it is ridiculous. I mean, uh, just for the audience, we're all. Co- I mean, this these are kind of ridiculous. But continue on. I'm in, I'm very entertained by this. Yes. Um, I think that covers, covers it with the, athletes yeah. there. But then Hase just had one yesterday, mm-hmm. which in in my eyes has actually been like the best response so far. And Still, this is Jordan, Jordan Jordan Hase, Hase who's, who's running Chicago yep. this weekend, Sunday. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, it still leaves something to be desired, but at least she is sort of addressing all of the allegations and stuff. Uh, she essentially said that um, she's she's never had an IV. 
She's never had an infusion. She's never had a therapeutic use exemption. She's never been on thyroid meds, and she doesn't see Dr. Brown. So she's kind of just going down the list of allegations there and says she doesn't um, partake in any of this. uh, Mm -hmm. uh, Any of those activities. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, Okay, yeah. So she, she says all this, and she also says that she... Um, it's poor timing for her, mm-hmm. which is fine. It is poor time. It's been poor timing for every every sure. runner under under them. But um, we've all been waiting for two years. So, um, but she also um, said that she, you know, uh, the journalist, whoever it was, kind of pushed back a little bit and said, "Well, why would you ever join a team with a cloud of suspicion like this?" And she just said that you know she was planning to join the team and that if she ever saw anything sketchy, she would leave and she knows that she would never do anything like this. Okay. Um, so, uh, I, I just, I don't like that response. I, I think you don't, if you want clean sport, um, which I, I have to assume most professional athletes do except for the dirty ones, you cannot go to a team or a coach that has any sort of cloud of suspicion. Yeah. Uh, not only like personally, like it makes you look bad, but like you need to think of clean sport. Um, the other thing that I'll say about every single one of those athletes that have um, talked or had an interview post post worlds is that none of them say that they're, they're leaving. Mm. Um, they're still, on this team and they still trust Alberto. Well, who's going to coach him? He's not allowed to coach him. Well, Pete Julian is basically the other coach in the group. So that's kind of the default in Mm -hmm. some of these conversations is, well, Alberto's not actually my coach. I'm coached by Pete. Got it. As Mm -hmm. if they're two separate parts within the organization. But Pete essentially works for Alberto, am I correct? Yeah, Pete is the assistant coach to Alberto who just got banned for four years. And... And another thing I will say, like th- these athletes are trying to make it look like there's two different camps and it's sort of like, and nobody was in Alberto's camp. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. Suddenly no one's <laughs> it's in. like Dr. Frankenstein. Uh, who's, who's like testing drugs on his children. He'd be like, what are you guys doing over there? No, Pete, no. what's all that running for? We've, you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> like they're totally separate. Yeah. This, this is Halloween. Yeah, Halloween this, month. It's starting to look yeah. a little bit like that. <laughs> Yeah, so all the, all the athletes uh, are kind of saying that there's two separate camps. Um, you know, maybe that's true, but I, I just Alberto is still the head coach. So, yeah. um, and and also the timing of the whole thing, um, where Pete Giuliani or Julian, Julian sorry, yeah. um, uh, starts taking on more and more athletes is right around the time where USADA starts their investigation. So you can just say. It, 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 it's not a, a, a leap to say that he's distanced, yeah, trying to distance himself. Yeah, when it was getting himself. hot in the kitchen. Yeah. That, yeah. Well, let, let me ask you this, though. So th- there's, there's been a bunch of former athletes that have spoken out. Like you said, Ritz and, and Kara Goucher, two of the bigger ones. Being part of this organization right now, kind of, there's, there's a little bit of guilty by association. What about athletes like that? I mean, they they were very successful when they were running under Alberta. Or, or former guest uh, Matt Matthew Sensiewicz. We don't need to talk about former <laughs> guests. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah. Um, so, look, I, as I as I just said before, um, I, I think as an athlete, um, and I and I'm I'm not a professional athlete, right. and so this is kind of this is good. We have Julie on the on mm-hmm. the podcast yep. so that she can 
tell her stance and how the inner workings yep. work, signing contracts and all that. But if I were a professional athlete, and as a fan, I want professional athletes to act this way, um, our sport has a problem. And I don't want it to end up like cycling, where yes, it's a complete great example, joke. Great example. Um, I used to like cycling. Yeah, I, I, I would. I, I just won't watch it anymore. It, it's 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 a joke. Right. Every they like every. It's if good, you're not on analogy. the peloton, you're yeah. you're. Or if you're on the peloton, more than likely you're. You're, you're on something else. Yes. Right. Yes. Right. right. <laughs> Thanks, Docs, yeah. with the, yeah. the yeah. good jokes there. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, I if I were in these athletes' positions um, now, granted try to give people the benefit of the doubt but some of these people were very young and maybe they to say you weren't alive or you were barely walking when alberta was on on athletics west and mary decker slaney was banned or yeah she was banned because of a positive test that you know that i would actually be like oh that actually kind of makes sense but you should also do your due diligence and you are going to a coach who has some shady past. Maybe it's not quite as shady as it is now, but it was shady. And um, you're choosing a coach like that, right? And so these people like Kara and Ritz, that's the decision you made. And now look what's happened to you. So like they've paid the price dearly um, and they've done a good thing for our sport since. But there's a lot of athletes that are still on the team today that there's even more damning evidence. Mm-hmm. And he's been banned, and they're not budging. They still say they trust Alberto. They're mm-hmm. still running on Nike Oregon Project. I don't understand, and this may be where Julie needs to come in and say something about contracts, because maybe that's where I am missing some information. Yeah, and I, I would. Yeah, and, and this is your experience, so you you know I, I don't know how much you can speculate on. Can, those. can I speculate something? <laughs> go but for no, it. No, but go so, ahead. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, like I know a guy who who is a German friend of mine was a uh, semi-pro cyclist, and then he he left cycling, and I asked him why didn't you make the jump to the tour, and he said, well, I didn't want to do the drugs. Yeah. And he yeah. said it. He said it matter-of-factly. He knew that if he wanted to be successful at that level in the sport that he had been doing his whole life, he'd have to take drugs, and he wasn't ready to take that step. And if other organizations outside of the United States have a joke of a uh, drug testing, and and you see other countries just dominating in these events, and and nothing's happening to them because at at a global level, nobody's getting popped, just like cycling then your incentive if you if you want to compete if you think that you're good enough to compete maybe maybe they also think well i have to keep up with the joneses maybe i have to go with the salazars and do this until it's fixed on a global level right so that's you i i think athletes like craig ingles and eric jenkins and donathan brazier and all these people who joined the group after the 2015 very very serious allegations mm-hmm. they are making one of two choices they are saying i want to go to that group to dope because just the story you just said you right. kind of have to do because i have to if or, i want to be good yeah yeah or i maybe i don't think they're doping but i don't care about clean sport there's i i don't care about right. my reputation i just want right. to run as fast as i can so my question to craig angles would be which is it right w- w- they're both bad uh right. answers yeah. you Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I, I think there's an in between here, though, because I think um, 
and I probably shouldn't speculate too much, but my guess is some of these super, super high level athletes that are coming out of the NCAA now, um, there's maybe one vendor, one brand that steps up and says, and, and really offers real money. Yeah. And um, in, enough for some of these some of these guys to forego their whole college experience. You know, Brazier came out after, what, his sophomore year or so. Um, Nike doesn't give you options. They tell you where to go. Yeah, that's unfortunate. And um, in, in, some, in some of these categories, it may just be one group. You know, I think, I, I, am I right? There's two Nike camps. There's both in Portland. So it's the 800, 1500 meter group basically that's up with Alberto. And Alberto's group goes all the way up. Mm-hmm. But then there's Jerry's group, which is really the 1500 and above. And Jerry's groups for our listeners is what's the name of their? Bowerman Track, Bowerman Club. Track, Bowerman Track Club. Club. Okay, so yeah, you got so, the Oregon Track Club and the Bowerman Track Club. Okay. So I don't think it's as simple as saying, you know, even with those allegations looming in the background, I think people see an opportunity to work with a coach who has proven time and time again that he can create world champions. And and on top and of I that, I think that on some level they just put it off to the side yeah, and they certainly. say to themselves, "I won't do that." Right. If it comes across the table, I won't do that. And right. we don't know one way or another, right? I mean, th- they can always fall back on the fact that they haven't tested positive. Well, and and to that, and I I agree with everything you're saying, but. To that, I, I would say they have not tested positive, and I there's no athlete has been banned right now, and I I wouldn't go out on a limb and say um, outside of like the big the big boys like Rupp and Farah, I wouldn't bet my life on sure, other these, else. these other people. Um, but to the best of their knowledge, they haven't doped, right? And that that is a I'm I'm not joking when I say that there are allegations that. Um, Alberto um, time and time again has told the masseuse team masseuse to take a night exactly. off and, and oh. did his own massage on on Rupp and this is in other people and uh, this is after the testosterone experiments have, have happened. Right. And, and yeah, I, you know, whoever gets to, to sleep peacefully because they didn't know they, they dope but they're on this team and there are a lot of bad things going on. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I do like that. I, w- I do like your perspective, Julie, that there maybe is a middle. I mean, these kids are looking to run full time and this is their best option because there's not a lot of options. I mean, your company, New Balance, is amazing and offers a lot of kids opportunities, but there's not a lot of. No, I, I totally not, agree. Not a lot. Yeah. They, if they, you want to run and this is what you want to do. They own the game. And I let's let's give them the, the benefit of the doubt that. Not only did, is that the only brand that's paying top dollar, um, but they said you have to run on Nike Oregon yeah. Project. They, in a, I would be like, can I please run on Bowerman Track Club? Right, they right. have a much cleaner record. Um, but they're like, no, you either sign with us and go to Alberto or you don't. So that's a really it's a tough, tough, it's tough a decision. It's predic- a huge, huge predicament yeah. for these kids, especially because when they're being offered these these contracts, they're at the highest peak yeah, yeah, of right. like they what just they set a record yeah. 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 Their what potential. their earning yeah. potential is yeah so i i just want to see a complete change in how our sport operates on when it comes to these doping allegations and these doping bans and for 
it starts with the athletes and i know we just described a difficult situation for them if that is the situation in which they are um, having they're being their hand is being forced on which team to run for but now we have a four-year ban for alberto salazar the head coach of nike working project on on the team that you are on and you have not said you're leaving that team that does not make any sense to me if you want clean sport and we need to take it's not just athletes that's a big um, start it's our sport in general we need more races to say if you run under a a, if you have a if you've ever had a doping ban or if you um, run under a coach that has a doping ban you're not invited to our race you don't get appearance fees you don't get prize money there are races out there doing that new york roadrunners is a good example um richmond uh, marathon um which is coming up um a couple years ago uh a few people lied about what what coach because they have a policy in place that um you are not eligible for prize money if you if you train under a coach that has gotten popped wow and they ran the race won the race and the um elite coordinator or race director found out and did not give them the prize money. That's they were great. they were DQ'd from that's the race. Great. Well, that's great to hear. We that need yeah, more stuff happening like that, and I'm really disappointed with the athletes' responses. I understand they have a contract, and they're pro- I don't know maybe maybe they're not allowed to say a whole bunch, but to say I trust Alberto completely is not a good look at all. With the contracts, I would be. I think it's a really difficult situation for some of these kids and we want them to stand up for clean sport. Absolutely. Um, But I bet from some moral perspective and I'm not defending them in any way. I'm just trying to play devil's advocate. Sure, yeah. They could fear losing the contract, right? And on top of that, no one picking them up. Yeah. So in some ways it could be the end of their career, how hard they stand up against what's happening. So it's it's just really hard yeah, right and totally. and there's there's i'm sure just a ton of fear involved with it and i don't think we're done with it i think this yeah. was just the start and they'll probably continue to be fallout um just reaction and reaction from some of the the athletes that have now gotten home from the world championships that competed against some of the athletes in those groups and maybe there'll be more reaction maybe we'll start to see more in the next couple of weeks yeah when when you say more fallout though like what what if what if nike just said look alberto you need to fall on your sword here because at the end of the day, no athletes are getting in trouble. And you mentioned a, a woman won the 1500 and the 10,000. Uh, these, these kind of performances, when I watch the sport, which I've been watching since I was a kid, I, I see these and they just, it just feels like an unbelievable <laughs> performance. Right. Yeah. Like it just, it just, it's kind of hard to watch the sport when you see somebody like, like you look at the Olympics, the woman who won the 10K in the Olympics, she, what, what did she do? She set the world record in the 5K closing, I mean, mm. or, or or close right. to it. Yeah, like right. those those kind of performances. And and her coach was was popped in, in Spain. Mm-hmm. But, Aden. But, yeah. but nothing happened. I mean, right. it, it, like he was popped in Spain and maybe his athletes had like a few months of, of poor performances Slap and the now wrist. they're all back to – uh, these these unreal performances. Yeah. What if what if they're not going to bust any athletes and they're just going to be like Alberto? We need you to fall on the sword. Nothing else is going to happen. There's going to be no fallout. That's my concern. Yeah, um, it's certainly a valid concern, and it might very well happen. I don't think it will happen just because Nike's already sort of stated that they're going to 
basically pay for his appeal. Um, and given history on kind of how that company operates with the whole Lance Armstrong and thing, and it's like they they're they're got their back until it's over, and then right. it if it doesn't go that coach's way or that athlete's way, then they're they're out. Um, so it'll be. In, I I mean I highly I highly doubt the appeal would you know go through. Um, and then at that point, you'd have to see what Nike's reaction is. Um, but to go back to uh, Jama Auden's uh, name was was brought up. Um, so Safan Hassan, who is this this female who won the fifteen hundred and the ten k at at Worlds Doha, just now, right? yeah. yeah. So she has um, she has lost to um, Genesee Dababa like a lot, and mm-hmm. Genesee Dababa's coach was Jama Auden. And right. Jama Auden's hotel hotel training camp was raided, and there was EPO syringes everywhere. A suitcase full yeah, of them. Yeah, everywhere. And so Safan Hassan is getting beat by a you know a, a lady who yeah. runs for that coach. Right. And then Safan Hassan decides that I'm going to go run for a coach that's pretty much equally as shady as this coach. Mm-hmm. I mean, how much sense does that make from a clean sports standpoint? And her quote on today's Let's Run homepage is includes, I believe in clean sport and I believe in Alberto Salazar, or it might say I believe in Nike Oregon Project. Those two things, in the, those two statements in a paragraph they don't, don't belong together. They're, they're they, paradoxical. They don't overlap on any Venn diagrams. No, <laughs> at all. <laughs> no Venn diagrams. Ah. Uh. So, well, so that's from a that's from a, like yeah. an athlete perspective, and then Docs, you were just kind of giving the the fan perspective. It's like we all want to believe in the sport that we watch, and then we have people going straight out of the NCAA's. I was a Craig Ingalls fan. I was a Murphy fan. I was a Donovan Brazier fan, and they go to this is post 2015 with these very damning allegations. They go run for Nike Oregon Project. It's sad. I don't. I don't want to. Like it's hard to watch and it's hard to keep being a fan and keep pulling the wool over my eyes. It's just, it's tough. Well, we, we, we could, I mean, this has been a great discussion. We could go on. I think there's a a lot obviously here. And let's, Uh, let's be fair here. I don't think any of us are for the, for the sake of this show, any of us are saying one thing or another, but I I do think it's it's really important to bring the the conversation to light of what's happening and the decisions that people are, are making and and not making. We, yeah, we need to talk about it and not be afraid to talk about it. So that's, yeah. And and, and it's the last thing. I mean, this is a big deal going into, I mean, maybe even makes it a bigger deal going into an Olympic year where the world will actually take note of track and field and pay attention to track and field. There's been allegations with Nike connected there. Is Do you believe this is going to just be swept under the rug? Or is this going to be a big deal? Is this going to be a big deal when we go to Tokyo next year for the Olympics? Is this going to be something that is talked about? Or is it just going to be more of the same? Um, I hope it's not more of the same. Because even like the NBC announcers like... Um, depending on the feed that you were watching, Hassan wins the 1500 after the 10 K and in between both of those things, the band came out and they're just failing to even mention Mention, anything about it. So that's sad. I mean, there's an argument to be made that, well, you don't want to just tell the average fan that all these people are dopers, (laughs) which I kind of, 
right. guess, agree with. But um, yeah, I mean, I really think it starts with the athletes and the race directors and stuff like that. I mean, they you can't, to get clean sport, you really can't be training under a coach that has really bad, uh, or that has a ban or really damning uh, allegations. And race should, races should stop accepting athletes like Justin Gatlin and um, other people who have been uh, caught doping. Caught a number of times. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it, re- it starts there. I, I really hope that's kind of direction we take it. This is big stuff. Like mm-hmm. this announcement was huge. Um, it was a very good for the fans and for the actual clean sport people. It was a huge win. Um, so I hope it win. kind of snowballs into something bigger and we can believe in the sport again. All right, that's gr- a great job by fr- friend of we we'll call him friend of the show. <laughs> I'm now. now a friend. Two hundred and ten episodes. We made a new friend. Yeah. Yeah. Friend of the show. Uh, great job, Trip. I, I think uh, it was a, a very good discussion. I had actually a couple of people ask me uh, when and if we were going to talk about it on Pace the Nation, and uh, we don't usually go super heavy on this show and this type of track talk. But I think this was uh, this was really good. So. Right, and part of the reason I came on is because I know not everyone who's maybe listening to this yeah. or. Um, even maybe just runs the Marine Corps marathon or something. They, they don't see, they, maybe they see a headline, maybe they don't. Um, but it's, it's important to talk about. Absolutely. And just look beyond just the headline and, and and there's a lot, lot to it. All right. Trip. Thanks so much. No problem. All right. There he goes. That's trip Sutherland, uh, track and field expert. He joined us today on pace the nation. We're going to take a quick break and be right back after this. All right, welcome back to the program, and thanks again to Trip Sutherland for joining us today on Pace the Nation, his first appearance. Very knowledgeable about this Alberto Salazar band and all things track and field. We, we were talking afterwards for about 30 minutes more and probably could have gone 30 to 40 more minutes on uh, the subject with Trip. Uh, I thought it was riveting. I hope our audience did too. Yes? Yeah. Yeah? I was, was riveted. Good. Yeah, I thought it was really good. He did a great job too. Yeah. He was very prepared, Chris. It was nice that somebody prepares for the show. (laughs) Future guests, uh, take note. Um, Or hosts. (laughs) (laughs) Um, One thing I I wanted to mention this now that we we don't have trip. I I told Charlie, who helps book guests, uh, Mm -hmm. that we were going to talk about uh, the the news about Salazar getting busted this week, this past week, and how Mm -hmm. we missed it because of the time space continuum. Mm -hmm. And he said, What? And he thought that I was talking about Ken Salazar being busted. And I was like, in what world do you think I know who Ken Salazar is? <laughs> who is uh, he's Ken some Salazar? sort of secretary of, I don't know, some sort of political figure. He thought, uh, he must have been in like writing world where he's writing about politics yeah. or something. Whatever he does. <laughs> I said, we missed talking about Salazar getting busted. So we got to talk about the, this week. He said, what? Salazar was busted? And I was like, how did you not know that? He'd been under a rock? And he's like, oh, this is really embarrassing. I thought you were talking about Ken Salazar. He was training with Ingle on the moon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so anyways, I thought that was a funny story. Uh, another funny story from, from Charlie Band. We mentioned Midpack Biped um, earlier in the program, too, who's a Nats fan. And it is uh, all about the Nats today. So we'll uh, crowbar this story in, too. So Charlie was running downtown, and Midpack was uh, enjoying a drink. Uh, I believe it was a Manhattan. 
uh, at a bar sitting outside and he yelled at Charlie, you know, probably yelled some dumb, like run forest run or what do they say? Is that, <laughs> is that what people, do people do still do that? Uh, I know mid pack bipad wasn't, uh, he, he wasn't cheesy enough to say that. But anyway, so Charlie, as he Wait, ran, why would you think that Midpack Biped was drinking a, uh, uh, a Manhattan? Manhattan? Because Charlie went up to oh. him and like chugged the rest of his Manhattan. <laughs> <laughs> That's and ran amazing. Off. And that was the only exchange. Uh, so, that is uh, incredible. You know, pace the nation. Bringing, Interesting rest of the run. Yeah. I know, pace the nation bringing uh, people together there. Uh, they wouldn't have known each other if it weren't for the podcast. And that would that And then that story wouldn't have existed. Yeah, yeah. He probably was close to the, the end of his run if he chugged a Manhattan. I don't know what a Manhattan is. You guys like, can feel really, really good about yourselves and knowing that you brought people yes, together so that they can steal each other's drinks mid-run. <laughs> I, I do like that, actually. Yeah. It was worth 210 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we got some other other things we wanted to get to. A number of Pace the Nation former guests in the news. Yes. Uh, Docs, you got a couple. I wanted to start off uh-huh. with Kira Karlstrom. Uh-huh. Uh, she ran 234.55 at uh, the Berlin Marathon, and she was the fifth American there. I mean, like. Mother of two, real estate agent, now running two thirty four fifty five. Unbelievable! Awesome, yeah, good job. So, so, really, props to her. So Former American cool. University, right? American mm-hmm. University. You probably yep. Local crossed gal. over. And yeah, no, we her were no, 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 no. I think we actually were racing at the same oh, time. Okay. We were both yep. in college. She's a little bit younger, but yep. Uh, it's awesome. So awesome for Cura uh, uh, Diamato. I'm sorry, not Carlstrom. Now uh, it's at K underscore mm-hmm. storm at K underscore storm. Uh, so other other two. Uh, Did she have a root beer float after that <laughs> marathon? You always have to ask that. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Kira, Kira uh, tweet us. Let us know. Did the root beer float happen? Do they have root beer floats in they Berlin? They hate root beer in Europe. <laughs> yes. They really do. They so think it's so gross. Unless probably they not. brought their own root beer bottle. Oh yeah. my probably goodness. Not. She should have. She should have asked me beforehand. I would have told her you got to bring your own root beer. So two other guests were uh, in the news this week, Docs, mm-hmm. and I'm going to let you take. Uh, those because I I know one and I'm not sure well, the other. They actually weren't both in the news this week. Uh, this is the week that we get to cover both of these stories. Yes, right. Okay, right. only only one of them was was in the news. Uh, former guest and Oakton High School staying with the Oakton yes, High School. Yep, yep. Kira was theme. Oakton High School. Yep. Uh, uh, I think one of her classmates. They they may have been around the same. I think uh, I don't know if they went anyway. They both ran. I think Jake both, was a little older. They yeah. both dominated. Mm-hmm. Uh, Minneapolis Mayor Jacob Fry was in the news this week mm-hmm. because uh, he was the brunt end of a President Trump Twitter storm, <laughs> and uh, everybody who who bet on me to be the first person associated with PTN <laughs> to be on the brunt end of a President Trump Twitter storm, you lose. Yeah. Uh, and I lost my I lost big on that because I, I yeah. bet on myself on that one too. But uh, he's the mayor of Minneapolis. And Donald Trump is having one of his rallies there. And the mayor, Mr. Mayor, yep. said that uh, Donald Trump had to prepay because his campaign has stiffed quite a few cities along the way. And he says, we need to get paid. And I, and I try to keep this. I'd, I'd like to keep it not too These political are facts. On, the, on the podcast. Yeah. But we did have. We I know had, it's delayed payment. I, I had. <laughs> maybe it's maybe it's never payment, right. but it could be a delayed payment. Delayed. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so the mayor is being cautious. Correct. Right, and wants yeah. him to prepay. And, and yeah. I did have two folks who are listeners of the show reach out and said, wow, this is your former guest. 
So that exactly, was, that was pretty cool. Well, that's what I, I saw the headline. I was like, hey, he was on Face Nation. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Jacob Fry, mayor of Minneapolis, yeah. was asking for upfront payment to run to uh, have the Trump rallies. In right. Well, because okay. because in order to have one of these rallies, you have to like oh, first yeah. of all you book the convention center, but then you also have like a lot of like municipal payments, and, and you and, have yeah, extra uh, uh, security. You know, they've they've got to block off streets. They've yep. got to have police everywhere. So you've got to make all of these civic payments. And he's basically saying we don't want to bankrupt our city uh, if you if you're going to come in and you got to pay for this. So we just need the money up front. And that's the story. Yep. And the br- but the the real story is that he was on Pace Nation. Former PTN guest. Most important part. In yeah. a Twitter battle with the president. No, the not States. a Twitter battle. It yeah. was one sided. <laughs> in a Twitter discussion with uh, the president of the United States. So that was an interesting uh, tidbit mm-hmm. from this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the other one was not from this week, but another former guest in the news. This this happened a, a, a few weeks ago, but we we had Coach Katie Kalner on the show mm-hmm. uh, a while back. And um, then there was a story that came out of Boston. Uh, there was a man who whose dog went out into this pond where, where, or maybe a lake or a reservoir or something like this. But a lot of runners run around it. Um, it's a great place to run, actually. And the man was walking his dogs and his dog went out into the water and his dog was struggling to come back. And so the man went out into the water to try to rescue his dog. And as often happens when somebody goes to rescue something that's drowning right he was in they trouble in himself trouble. wow so uh katie was running by so she took her shoes off and jumped in the water and swam both the dog and the man back to safety saved their lives wow that's pretty incredible that's like dave dildine type exactly that's impressive i feel like another guest of the show who did that, that yeah, yeah dave yeah. dildine rescued yeah. somebody yeah. Yeah. wtop yeah i feel like uh katie has listened to the show since then she heard the dave dildine <laughs> episode and she was inspired <laughs> so not only are we encouraging former yes. guests oh and people to drink each other's manhattans which is hilarious <laughs> but we're also encouraging them to rescue people from drowning situations saving lives yeah. mm-hmm. ptn so yeah. we can all take an assist on that one all right. Well, uh, Julia, you weren't with the show. Then. Yeah, so yeah. No, I, I don't get an assist. Yeah, you guys, we'll, we'll take an you assist. guys can take that. Well, anyway, the, two assists is cleaner in the books. <laughs> this podcast, of course, is sponsored by Pacers Running. Pacers Running with six area DC locations. Pacers Running is for every run. Uh, we've got uh, a lot going on at Pacers Running. Uh, we'll be at Marine Corps. We'll be at the Expo. Uh, that's coming up soon. Uh, we'll be at the finish line selling. We have a finish line party. If you are a PTN insider, you will, of course, be invited to the party at Marine Corps on that Sunday. So uh, you know how to get in touch with us if you want to invite to that party. So a lot going on with, with Pacers Run. But but don't post it on social media yeah, where non-PTN exactly. listeners can become <laughs> exactly. aware of it. Exactly. So a lot going on. Slide uh, into the DMs. Yes. <laughs> Uh, we'll be talking more Marine Corps next week. Uh, excited about our guests. We're discuss Marine Corps because that's coming up. Hope everybody's training is going well. I do too. Um, so, and uh, if it's not, now's the perfect time because yeah, the weather is weeks. unbelievable. Amazing. Cram it in. Um, so, you uh, had another agenda item, Doc. Uh-huh. You, you, which uh, you're afraid of, which is why we're yes. not doing it till so now. This is the last ag- item uh-huh. on the agenda here. Uh, You'll love this story, Wagatha Christie. Wagatha Christie. Okay. Okay. Should I know who this person? is? Julie, do you know who Wagatha Christie is? I know who Agatha Christie yeah. is. Tell everybody who Agatha Christie is. She's a writer. What kind of novels did she write? 
I thought she did poems. No, she did mystery novels. She mystery. wrote like uh, Murder on the Orient oh, Express. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. So she she Sorry. had like she had a she she's actually I think the Agatha Christie is I think the um, has sold more books than anybody else in the history of anything. I mean, she she just wrote books and books and books and books, uh, and she had a few different reoccurring characters. Uh, but she did all of these 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 mysteries. She solved all of these mysteries in her books. Okay. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I don't know why we need that backstory, <laughs> but that was good. Okay. So this story is a social media story. So you guys may have those. heard this one or not. Colleen Rooney, who used to be in the D.C. area, her husband Wayne Rooney okay. played for D.C. United. Yep. She hated America. She went back to England. And forced her husband to go back to England. That's a whole nother episode. Right. Uh, we won't get into that. But she had a problem. She was posting stuff on her private Instagram account, which is which you have to be invited to see. She was posting stories on that account, and it was being picked up by the English tabloids. So, f- like four or five years ago, she started blocking people on her. Uh, friends list from seeing her stories and she would have one person at a time view her story and then check the tabloids and then she kept switching it and like within the last month she had everybody blocked except for Rebecca Vardy who is the wife of uh, James Vardy who plays for Lester Uh, and she posted three stories to her to her Instagram that made it into the tabloid, the Suns, the oh the the whatever the, the the tabloid newspaper is over there. I'm not following. I'm Process not following. of elimination. Okay. Following, yes. Yeah. Okay. So she she has a private Instagram account. I thank you, Julie, for following. Right. She has a private Instagram account with with a certain number of followers. And she, she is Wayne Rooney's wife. She's Wayne Rooney's wife. Okay. Has a private Instagram with yes, the, okay, and so there are other wives and girlfriends right. of soccer players, wags. Okay, that's what they're called over okay. over in England, wags, wives okay. and girlfriends of soccer players. Okay, so she, so Colleen Rooney was blocking everybody on her Instagram except for one person at a time, and then posting fake stories to her Instagram so that only one person would view it. Until the stories came out in the tabloids, so she knew who was selling her story. Oh, and that's so genius. She finally figured so it out. So she figured it out. She, she eliminated everybody except for Rebecca Vardy, whose husband plays for Leicester City and the English national team. And she posted these three stories on her Instagram. What were these stories about? Why were like, they so One was relevant? about like their, their – like this is crazy – but one of them was just about like her basement flooded. Okay. And and it didn't really flood, but she she posted but it that was story. Like, a story. But She's it was trying to see who's selling her out. And these and these were 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 relevant to these tabloids because everything because the everything do, the Roonies do is is yeah. is, is, is they're like royalty. So like if who who's the royal family? Who's the David Beckham and no, Posh Spice? No, no, <laughs> no, no, like the real royal family. What are what are their names? Are you talking uh, yeah. about like? Yeah, the, the, the Prince Charles, yeah, Prince Charles, and, and, and yeah, 
Prince like, William. Whatever those guys yeah. do. Henry. You, him, right? Yeah. It's like whatever they do. Meghan Merkel. Yeah. The, the, their wedding is Kate. like. Yeah. Yeah. It, their wedding is, is. This is this is the okay, same thing. Gotcha. So, so, so like same the, sort of thing. They just sensationalized You walk down the street stories. and then you, you're, you're news. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. So, so the basement floods. She sends it to the. So she, she posts. It's Colleen. Colleen Rooney posts this to her Instagram account. Only Rebecca Vardy has access to it. And then suddenly it shows up as a, a tabloid story. So she figures out who's doing this. This is like a four-year process. By the way, she did it wrong uh, because uh, she was doing these people one at a time. If she has 100 followers, she should have eliminated 50 people mm-hmm. and, then, and then just keep having it, you know, and then you know which, per- which group they're in. Right. But anyway, uh, I, I could have I snuffed this out a lot quicker. But anyway, it was a, a mystery solved. So somebody dubbed her Wagatha Christie. That's amazing. God. The Wags okay. and Agatha Wags. Christie. Wags. Great story. It. Great social media okay. story. That's amazing. She was able to narrow that down. I just have to clarify. I said Prince Henry. It was Prince Harry. Sorry. Okay, Prince Harry. It was Whatever. Prince H. <laughs> There's probably a Prince Harry, <laughs> Henry sure. too. But not the one that everybody cares about. No. Oh. No. Yeah. But I like the, the Wags is interesting to me. I wonder if that's like something that people strive to be. Oh, oh definitely. Yes. Are you I'm kidding sure. me? You wonder? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. I was trying not to sell out my gender. All right. Great show, guys. I think we covered everything. We got Nats talking. We got a lot of PTN um, former. I, f- I force fed some soccer. In the news, some soccer. As Farley would say, you crowbarred it in. <laughs> we talked some track. And we did talk a lot of track. We talked a lot of track. We talked a lot of track with Trip Sutherland. So we want to thank Trip for joining us today on Pace the Nation. What took him so long? This is his first time on the show. You yeah. can follow. It's because he wasn't our friend. <laughs> he is a friend of the show now. You can follow Trip on Twitter at Trip underscore someone. Uh, at, underscore. At Trip underscore someone. Yeah, he's got a lot of. Uh, takes on track and field on twitter so give him a follow so thanks again trip great stuff all right good show guys julie docs excellent work we're next week we're gonna talk some marine corps marathon and hopefully some more nats all right i'm chris farley this is pace the nation we'll see you next week go nats How many Washington Castles fans are going to be upset that I dissed them? Slamming them. <laughs> didn't yeah, mention didn't their mention championships. Them. Yeah, they are going to be upset. Mm-hmm. And if you jinx the Mystics, they're going to be even more upset. Oh. Although that woman on the Mystics, she guaranteed, she locked it up guaranteed to win tonight. So 
we'll then see. no, we, then we don't even need to watch. <laughs> we'll, we'll what see. happens if they don't get a win? What was the guarantee? Uh, the guarantee is, it's like that Tommy Boy movie. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you can write a guarantee, <laughs> and put it on a box, yeah. <laughs> a box of ass or something like that. Yeah, that's that's what. <laughs> Tommy Boy said he would, would defecate in a box and put a guarantee on it. That's amazing. I love that movie. That's a kind of guarantee it would be. Do you like all of the Chris Farley movies? That whole catalog? It's why I fell in love with Chris Farley. I could only hope that he would ever be that funny. I'm still waiting uh, for it. <laughs> that's To be honest, that's, that's pretty unfair expectations. Docs, why do you think the baseball player from the Nats goes by Michael E. Taylor? Because there's another ta- Michael Taylor who played center field. There's two Michael Taylors and on the team at the same it's, time? It's like Michael B. Jordan. Mm. He can't be Michael Jordan because there's already a Michael Jordan before him. Wow. I just figured you'd like him because he goes by E. Mm-hmm. He's in the club. Can I be in the club? Yep, we have great sandwiches. <laughs> Who's the Nike? Capriati. Cap, yeah, was was like Jennifer Capriati's father. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no. So it's just some sensational stuff. Jennifer way, Capriati's but, husband? Uh, no. She's not married, is she? I don't know. All right. Um, <laughs> all right. Let's 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 do this. <laughs> 